0: You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts, Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape.
1: Welcome to episode 39.5. Today, I'm your host, Dave Ferrari. And I'm Mackenzie Gallagher. And Matt Lindsay. Matt Lindsay calling in once again. So we've got the three-way pod, which, guys, i got to say, some good feedback. Good to hear. Yeah, mate. The trio. <laughs> the trio. But uh, look, we want to keep this one. It's just a .5-er, so we want to keep it short and sharp. But what a big week it has been in hockey. Uh, sat- Absolutely, mate. Saturday, uh, we had the juniors here. Uh, I wasn't present, but Mac was obviously oh, coaching awesome. his Sonics to, uh How would you go on the day?
2: We didn't go very well, actually. It's the first time in the the whole junior season that we've ended the day with two losses. but. Ooh. Look, it's it's unfortunate, but it was coming. We have such strong three teams in the junior division that we were we were playing so well. We we got to face break.
0: some adversity, Mac. Exactly, good
1: exactly. This early in the season, <laughs> <Right>. exactly. <laughs> Never win anything without facing some adversity first. But um, but Owen, like two losses in a row, I. Are you nervous for, you, for your job? <sighs>
2: well, I don't know. The, the GM has been on the phone and uh, I've had a word <laughs> to, to the management team, but I think I'll be all right. We we had our one of our star players, Hamish Cahoon, actually go down with an injury in the first game, which really didn't oh, no. help our causes, but we were kind of nursing him back to health. We didn't want to send him straight out, guns blazing again. We just thought we'd rather have him
1: fit for the Polaris Cup, so we kind of played him easy the next game. Playing a long-term game. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Well, we uh, well, Saturday night, fellas, I don't know if you know, but I went uh, I went to the one and only Joey Terrio's 40th birthday party. Um, yeah. It was actually only a touch older than this pod because we're at 39.5 and he's already racked up 40 trips around the sun. But it was great. Uh, a lot of hockey community people there catching up with a, a lot of people. Um, and of note, actually, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, Courtney Jones, Tim Stanger's... Uh, Fiance. Fiance, yeah. So I got chatting to her and uh, she was actually telling me that her sister, Caitlin Jones, huge fan of the pod. Wow. Oh. Uh, obviously her partner, Cooper, Cooper Naden, Naden, yes, um, plays in the league. And uh, mm. and she was saying, look, it's the only podcast she listens to. She's, she's a big fan. You know, during one of these days you can just give her a shout out on the air. And
0: um, oh, mate, let's do one better and give her a, uh, a cold call one day.
1: <laughs> we, we could do that. But I said, uh, Caitlin, we, we can't do that. If we just, you know, give <laughs> people a shout out, everyone's going to start asking. So I um, apologized to her and, and said we couldn't do it. But yeah, it was a good night. There was uh, a lot of people were referring to me as, oh, you're that guy from the podcast. So uh, there you go. I know they were mocking Before they knew your name, me. I know they were mocking me. But, uh, you know, I did have a fake bit of good feeling in me. Uh, a lot of listeners <laughs> out there, which is, is good to see. Uh, but anyway, mate, let's get into the uh, Polaris solar Cup.
3: System is so humongous, big, right? But if you see the like our solar system and our galaxy and you know, like on the side, you know,
2: like it was so small, you can not even see it. Our galaxy is like huge, but if you see the big picture, our galaxy like small, tiny, like dot
3: in the universe, like.
1: So there you have it, mate. There's just a bit of an explanation of how the solar system works. And did you know that the <laughs> Polaris is actually the brightest star in the gal- universe, galaxy, solar system?
0: Mm. If we didn't, we do now.
1: Yes. <laughs> there you go. So that's educational what, program. That's what we're playing for yesterday. Galax v Sonics at every division. And before we kick it off and get into just the wrap up. Um. Some thank yous to go out. First of all, to uh, Mackenzie Gallagher and Sienna Nicholson for picking up a bunch of supplies, a bunch of ribbons, some noisemakers, uh, a lot of different things. And also to Benny Armstrong, cap, uh, captain of the D4 Sonics, for helping me mm-hmm. put some of those decorations up around the rink. Um, you know, we had some ribbons on each side of the grandstand. Don't know if anyone noticed, <laughs> but, you know, a little, little touch. Uh, and, mate... There was three, I think there were three people that have combined MVP for the day, uh, one of which is Tanisha Brown. Tanisha, just impromptu, said, do you need a hand? And I said, yes, I'm going to dump a massive job on you that's going to take yeah, hours. And she ran the music <laughs> for four straight oh. games. Uh, and wow. And she hadn't, hadn't done she uh, beefed up the playlist, had the stops and starts in between whistles, uh, which is a tough job because you got to pay a lot of attention. But um, she did it and was just happy to help, and uh, I was thrilled to have it because she was excellent. So, uh, and all for the price of a hot chocolate, mate. That's pretty good, pretty good, pretty cheap help. And the That's other incredible. two, the other two are Brenda and Judy Watini, doing the scoring and announcing each player out for warm up, each goal and assist. Uh, And as we all know, uh, five games, back to back to back to back to back, it's a long day up in the scorebox there. So uh, hats off to those three and Benny Armstrong, of course, for helping me in the morning. Um, I think overall, guys, you were both here. Successful day. Yeah, definitely. I
2: thought it was a great turnout. I was potentially hoping we'd get the the ring packed. We didn't quite do that, but certainly more than normal games and yeah just going back to the way we did the ring car the kids were absolutely loving it which I think was our main goal and yeah just the they were so professionally run even little touches like having the lights off when the players were going out I think everyone really appreciated enjoying that and things like the music it was a great day.
1: Matty what are your thoughts? Yeah mate absolutely
0: um, I was only there for, for the juniors my game and, and just to start a starter dip too, unfortunately but look the atmosphere was just phenomenal uh, when I got there you know, not, not as many drums and uh, vivazellas or whatever we call them that we uh, requested, mate, but uh, nonetheless, lots of people that was buzzing. Uh, the cafe was going well, so uh, I'm sure the rink was happy with that turnout as well. But the on-ice performance was just amazing. Like How close were all those games that I'm sure you're going to get into shortly here, but um, yeah, the juniors, super competitive and close, and, and my game as well. So um, yeah, excellent day.
1: Oh mate, we had so juniors was decided by one goal. Your game was two goals. Uh, Div two was two goals. Div three was one goal. Div four was two goals. So no no more than a two goal difference in all the games. Super super close. Um, but yeah, excellent. Look, I, I there was a ton of people here. You're right. Like we always, you know, we, we won't be satisfied until the rink is at capacity, for, particularly for that junior game, and uh, we will get there eventually. But walking around the rink. A lot of different people uh watching the games and a lot of people from clubs that weren't even playing i saw a lot of astros around some navigators as well uh and you know obviously i didn't have time to go and talk to every single person (laughs) but i definitely remember seeing every single person that i did and uh so just a thank you to those people like you didn't have to come down hopefully you enjoyed the day but uh, like we've said just come down and watch the junior games because you're uh, not just getting to take in the good hockey, but you're making those players feel that much more special, which could end up keeping them in the sport. You know, It could just be that one day or that one game uh, that it's a little bit louder or an extra body in attendance that just makes them feel really good, and then they're chasing that feeling for the rest of their career, trying to make you know rep teams or climb their way up the NIHL and such. So yep. I thank everyone for coming down, and, uh, and it was cool. And then the juniors, of course, Really capped it off once they were spectating because they're <laughs> running around, they're in their jerseys, they're noisy, and the atmosphere for that Division One game um, was was really like a like an NIHL final.
2: Yeah, it was great. Uh, just the like you're saying that I think the the juniors had the time of their lives. that I was so. Happy just to see them having a good time, and they like most of them even stayed the whole day, which is great. Supporting the the houses, and that's what the NHL's or NHL is all about. We want to have those those clubhouses and it running right through juniors up until Div One, and just be yep. one connected family.
0: Yeah, looking this morning, mate, the juniors there's a huge chunk of them actually celebrating with the Div Three and Four uh, Sonics there with the cup. So awesome to see that. Um, yeah, one the kids were able to commit to that and also the parents too so a huge shout out to the the parents that have their kids get to enjoy the uh the entire afternoon
1: some tired kids uh, floating around <laughs> school this morning but it's the last week of school so you know remember what you're doing yeah. last week you clean the classroom you watch the videos you play <laughs> yeah, some roll out the vcr <laughs> so um and anyway, let's, let's dive into the games guys and and let me explain to everyone exactly how this polaris cup got won by the sonics um they didn't start the day off too well, as Mackenzie said, with yeah. his crew just uh, just putting up an L on the day. But what a game this was. It was super back and forth. Um, the, you know, the big guns did their job for the Sonics. Two goals to uh, Hamish Cahoon, two assists to Kimmy Sullivan, uh, and just a really top game from Xavier Burns. Now, Xavier... Yeah,
2: it was... Sorry, he
1: just looked at me like he wasn't playing and then I just had a real panic. (laughs) That is, is (laughs) No, he played.
2: Why I looked at you like that is because he only got to the rink about seven minutes before puck drop. Uh Yeah, so he was obviously missing Saturday's game and he's had family commitments. So it was a real touch and go if he was going to make the day. So it was a huge relief to see him walk in that door. Everyone's fully dressed, we had everyone ready to go, but luckily he chucked a bit of a home dress, we had the half gear on and was ready to go a fuck drop.
1: Nice, nice. Look, I just see, look, it's early and, and we don't want to put pressure on these kids. We don't want to, to uh, do too much of a scouting report on them. <laughs> but I got to say, out of all the players, there's some excellent players, but I just see his ceiling to be massive. Yes. I think he's, he's going to be... Um, Tall kid, he moves really well, he's really raw in certain skills of the game, but the way he sees it, the effort he gives, uh, I I just really think he could be uh, a player donning the the AIHL colours, as could a lot of these players, Um, but he's one I really enjoy watching week in, week out, uh, and he had a good game, although they're late for the Sonics, (laughs) Uh, so they got two goals, Um, through league-leading scorer Hamish Cahoon. Now, for the Galaxy, so it was just a show of number 11. So they had two goals to their captain, Cody Parrott, uh, who I'm not sure if anyone picked up. uh, Cody just has a bit of a habit of doing some excessive (laughs) celebrations. Uh, So after scoring his second goal, I think, um, just did about a zone wind-up, goal line to blue line, and then uh, Superman slide, which took him to just over the center red line. Uh, face first down the ice. So big celebration <laughs> uh, from Cody Parrott for the the second goal. Uh, but Cohen Van Eppen and just a little buzz This guy zipping around the ice. He had an assist on the day. He added to it with the game winning goal with five, just over five minutes to go in the second period. Obviously, the juniors only play two periods, uh, and that stood up as the game winner. So great effort by assistant captain Cohen Van Eppen. Um. And just, just a back and forth affair I know there was a few players at the rink that was their first junior game that they'd seen, and they were all thrilled. You could hear the, the ooh's and the ah's and the bang in the glass on, on you know every close play. So it, it was really good. I think hats off to all the, these, the players in this game. I think you impressed a lot of adult hockey players uh, from every level around the rink, uh, and you really talk of the town this week. Moving forward into your game, Maddie Lindsay division one mm-hmm. so Sonics you're down one nothing on the day because because uh, the galaxy got up in juniors so a lot of pressure on you guys now would you believe it guys we've mate, how long have we had this this weekend booked probably for a few months now, now, while, now we, yeah. we did have a time change so I get that but this game was meant to start at 2.55. and would you know it there's a double booking at the rink <laughs> Bloody Tim Watterson and Jace Polglaze have scheduled a goalie clinic at the exact same time <laughs> as a Division One game. <laughs> and so both just ran simultaneously, and those guys were just unbelievable. Timmy Watterson stopping 19 of 20 shots. Polglaze yep. stopping 26 of 29. But... Um, Mate, some of the saves were outstanding. There were just players in on mini breakaways, like within the zone. A lot of east-west action, one-timers, and um, both goalies, as I said, just putting on an absolute clinic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jase had my number all night. I had two absolutely perfect opportunities, um, both right in front in the slot area, and um, you know I made sure that uh, Jase's Galaxy logo hurt him uh, the first time, hitting him right in the chest there, and. Uh, the second one, just an unreal blocker save. I tried to get top cheese on him so I could hear that, uh, top shelf button, mate, that wasn't meant to be. Um, he was phenomenal. Timmy too. Um, as you said, Jeff, uh, Jeff got round me uh, at one point and went on a, on a breakaway down on Timmy and I was a bit nervous, but. Um, thankfully, Timmy was just excellent on the day as well and um, saved my bacon on that
1: one. Jeff Edwards, mate, he, he did get around you. Just chipped the puck by you and he put the jets on. And I think you you were stuck between gears, mate. What happened there? I was, mate. I was,
0: I was stuck in first, I think. <laughs> um, I don't even think it was the end of the shift, mate. I, I was just, you know those games where sometimes you just, uh, you know, dragging some concrete around the feet? It was one of those games for me, unfortunately. Um, but that's not to take away from Jeff, mate. It was an excellent play from him. Saw me coming. I tried to pinch on the wall in the offensive zone. He just went out, not today, Lindsay, and uh, <laughs> chipped it round me. And away he went, mate. He was flying.
1: Mate, I got I to I take detour from this game a little bit and just tell you one of the all-time greatest lines I've heard in hockey. Uh, and it was when I, from uh, my old roommate, Mako, when we were playing recreational hockey. And we had a guy on our team, uh, Ryan, and got to the rink and it was all pretty quiet and he says uh, hey Ryan did you bring your piano and Ryan says what? what what piano he said the one that was tied to your ass last game because <laughs> he uh, <laughs> didn't have his best game so I think that's uh, how I felt mate for sure yeah, had a bit of a piano tied to but <laughs> no mate I thought, yeah. I thought you played well I thought you uh, broke up some good play for you know a player that hasn't been playing uh, well I was going to say have not been playing for long but meaning you know, in the last uh, last six months yeah, um, yeah. That game, thank you, mate,
0: appreciate it. <laughs>
1: that game was fast, um, super fast. You know, you have a bunch of AIHL guys out there going full speed. Patty Naden had the Jets on all night. Yeah. He got a goal and an assist in this one. Uh, Paul Reinkin actually got the second and ended up being the game-winning goal on the power play. Mm-hmm. Um, and young Cam Hughes opened the scoring for the Sonics. So he just continues to involve, evolve in this league and has become a real impact player. Uh, and for the Galaxy, mate, we will use the button because Matt Price just coming down the left wing, right-hand shot, just put the brakes on, pulled up to the middle um, and just stationary, eyes on the net. <laughs> Top shelf. <show. laughs> Absolute bar down uh, textbook. There's no goalie, yep. no goalie in the country stopping that one.
0: No, exactly. I was actually impressed with uh, Gav on that call, mate, because it was that quick that it was one of the ones that just goes bar down, hits the uh, the inside behind the red line and bounces out which a lot of refs sometimes miss because it's just that quick and looks like it uh, went posting out. But it was absolutely posting in. um, Just a heck of a
1: shot. Yeah. And, mate, I'm really impressed with the Galaxy on the day because no Sean Ultram, no Jackson Rickford, no Jaden Ryan, big player for them, no Corey Mm -hmm. Shogan, and um, no Joey Terrio. Obviously, he's party the night before. I'm I'm a 2 So he was in no shape to play the game. But without five key players, really, um, I thought they played you guys really well. They made you earn everything. And I think... If they had been a bit more disciplined, they could have taken this game perhaps to overtime or perhaps snuck in another goal and won it in regulation. They took seven penalties on the night. You guys took five. It was a bit of a penalty-filled affair, unfortunately. A lot of roughings, a lot of cross-checking. you know, A lot on the line, I guess, with the Polaris Cup, but uh, (laughs) the the players didn't hold back.
0: No. Second played a whack-a-mole on my wrist at one point, mate, too, and uh, unfortunately, it's put me out for tonight's game, but... um you know, he we, we made up after the game and he apologised. So, um,
1: lovely to see. He was telling me the night before at the party that um, <laughs> that was his goal. So, check, check that box, okay? All right, guys. We're going to jump forward now into Division 2. And we talk about the penalties, mate. Uh, this game, again, like they all were. We don't need to say it. Super close. But the Galaxy taking six penalties on the night. Uh, meaning the d2 Sonics scoring three power play goals and winning this one oh, 3-1. Wow so just a direct uh, direct uh, relation co- correlation you know to yep. you take penalties it's gonna you make it really goals. tough for you to win games now even if you don't give up a goal on the penalty kill it just you're just tired. you don't have as much puck possession you're having to work harder. Um, It just kind of drains your battery a little bit. Um, So if you don't get scored on that power play, you're likely getting scored on at some other stage in the game. Uh, But they did come out to the lead, the Galaxy, in this one um, from Scotty Dewar. And he just continues to be having a ripper year in that division. Uh, got one by Matt Montgomery, which you probably want to get the puck when you do that because mm. it doesn't often happen. Uh, he Montgomery made 18 saves on 19 shots for the night, only letting in the one. He actually did let in a second. Bit of controversy. They The the Galaxy had a second goal through uh, Michael Cherry, we thought, went right under Matty's pad. But mm. there was um, – I spoke to the refs after the game uh, and it was a big day. I can't remember the exact uh, reasoning, but there was a delayed penalty and before it got to Michael Cherry, Cherry apparently, uh, a Sonics player did oh, have okay. a control, um, but there, there wasn't blown. Uh, and it all happened really quick. Yeah. So one ref did signal a goal, but when the, then when they had a conference, uh, it was controlled. Uh, that's why there was no goal, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, good game in this one. Two goals to Ethan Spelled, um, one being the game winner, one being the icing on the cake uh he and i actually got uh, speaking of Joey Terrio's party he was getting referred to as the modern day sam lynch <laughs> so a player with really good hands really yeah. good scoring touch and just likes the offensive side of the game so uh, yeah
2: he fancies himself as a bit of a goal scorer oh, like why wouldn't you? he's <laughs> he's, uh,
1: he's would well, have to be leading the league and yeah, in front of me but uh, no this was a really clo- close game uh, wobbles i thought he had a good night now, um, only 18 shots 15 saves but uh, 15 quality saves and like we said you just you just have to stay out of the box, particularly all the penalties for the galaxy. We're in periods two and three as everyone's getting more tired, uh, and giving a power play a look later in the game where they've they're more they've had more touches, they're more ready to execute. Um, the Sonics scoring all their goals in the second and the third, as I said, on that power play. So it's mm. now uh, it's now two one Sonics on the day. Yep. So we fast forward to Division three now. Division 3, the Galaxy need to win this to keep it going to Division 4 being the decider on the day. The Galaxy played them last week, beat them in overtime. The Galaxy in Division 3 haven't dropped a game all year. So, you know, it it was looking good. And it was looking good um, all game. After the second period, we were tied at two apiece. uh, Thanks to, for the Sonics, Travis Lang, uh, goalie Travis Lang, that's yeah. right. Finding two goals, uh, and the Galaxy. Sorry, the Galaxy uh, goals to. Sorry, my eyes aren't as quick as my uh, brain. Where's that number? There it is, Neil Race. <laughs> Neil Race, yeah. uh, number forty-three. Where are they? Open the scoring, and then Captain Jordan Van Alst stars. No way you're keeping him off the score sheet. He got the second, and he was looking dangerous all night. So was Sam Biddles. Cal Rickford stopping 23 at 26. Um, Emma Moonen stopping 20 of 22. She was excellent. She was excellent last night. But again, mate, a a penalty late to the Galaxy. Puts the Sonics on the power play, and they make no mistake, Kyle Sullivan just the loose man in front, banging home the rebound. Why is he loose in front? Because they're on a power play. Yep. That ends up being the game-winning goal, not only for the game, but the they PWG, can't. the Polaris-winning <laughs> goal, and uh, sealed the deal for the Galaxy. Sorry, for the uh, Sonic. Well, sealed the deal for the Galaxy that they were done, <laughs> and the Sonics are victorious on the day. But... um Just those penalties, guys, It really cost you. And in this game, and really across the board, four body-checking penalties out of the six. So one good that referees are picking that up, particularly in the lower divisions, well, in all divisions, really. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you just can't be running into players. It's it's a non-contact league. And non-contact means you need to be more skillful. You Mm -hmm. need to be able to control your body. You need to be able to win battles and win the puck with your stick first. Uh, It's hockey. Obviously, there's going to be some sort of contact or yeah. leaning and things, but you need to do your best to avoid that. So good on the referees for calling that stuff, but uh, players, just not giving your team the best chance to win uh, when you have players sitting in the box. Yeah, well said.
0: I do I don't <laughs> can answer that. Yeah, That's perfect.
1: Uh, and <laughs> okay. uh, d- Division 4, uh, the Sonics just driving that nail into the coffin, unfortunately, <laughs> but another close game. Uh, now, Ryan Williams, there's only been one player to get a goal past... Ryan, so far this season in his career, and that was Brock Mackley. But uh, Bianca Wilson, uh, she read the Brock Mackley playbook (laughs) and um, she slotted one in on Ryan. So he only had 10 saves on the night on 11 shots. Uh, The Sonics, mate, they, Scotty O'Brien, opened the scoring. And I'll tell you about him in a second uh, because he just had a a massive effort on the day. Uh, The big booty, Mitchell Booty. Uh, scoring yeah. the second. And Joel is Flaring. That,
0: is that, uh, sorry, quickly, is that uh, Obie's first
1: of the season? Oh, I want to say it is, but in case it's not, I wasn't going to go there, but you have. So okay. I, I, reckon I, have. I reckon it is. Good uh, on him. Which is massive. But what's even more massive, mate, is we had, uh, we had the social medias going yesterday. We didn't do any donating ourselves. It wasn't uh, one of those days. Because uh, like we said, Manny, we're a bit strapped for cash <laughs> sometimes. But need Scotty, that sponsor. Scotty O'Brien uh Put put a pledge out there before the Polaris Cup Day and said for every goal that the Sonics score today, Polaris Cup Day, mm-hmm. yesterday, yep. he's giving ten dollars. So guys, let's well, just do let's add that up real quick because in Juniors it was two. In uh, in Div One it was three. That's five. In Div Two it was three. That's eight. In Div Four, it, sorry. Div 3, it was 3, that's 11. And in Div 4, it was 3, that is 14. That's 140 large going to wow. the RUOK charity, which Scotty put on his Instagram story. We yep. shared it. Uh, and once Scotty does that, we'll, I'm sure he'll share the the proof of that. Not not that anyone doesn't believe <laughs> Scotty, but would just like More to transparent that's amazing above Scotty, board. That. Um, And what a legend, mate. That's a huge commitment by one person. Um, He's done the tape on his stick um, for that cause as well, just to start the conversation, which it has done around the rink, um, Scotty says. So just a a gem of our community. And, Scotty, you know, it's great that you're able to contribute yourself on the scoreboard and help your team uh, get after the Polaris Cup. But a commitment like that, mate, and uh, it's just... Really great to see, and yep. we, we thank you. You're you're an absolutely valuable member of our community. Yeah, that's brilliant. Something yep. goes a long way.
0: No doubt, he's putting up the show, mate.
1: I oh, know. I mean, <laughs> come on, Scotty. We we don't have deep <laughs> pockets, mate. But uh, hopefully, someone, as I said, like we've done with ours, hopefully yeah, someone matches that. On, yeah. Maybe it's only a dollar a goal yep. or or just something because great charity. And I think that's one that we will definitely contribute to yeah, in definitely. the future as well. That are you okay? Charity just. Mm, uh, mm. Uh, what do they say? It ain't weak to speak. You know, talk to people, get the yep. conversation going. We love it. Now, mate, that's that's the wrap up for the Polaris Cup. Um, we can go one or two ways here. We can do some Mystic Mac, or we can do some stats. Man. <laughs> uh, what do you what do you feel like, mate? I reckon we dive into stats, man, because
0: I like. uh he just the episode finishing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. for one, but. I love finishing the episode with uh, Max predictions, mate. So I think that's uh, a perfect um, order. <laughs>
1: All right, mate. Well, I'll let you take it away. All
0: right, let's jump in a little uh, a little jingle now. Stats.
1: Man.
0: All right, uh, really happy actually that um, Tommy Z has sent us through some more stuff because he obviously listens because we still haven't reached out to him to say hey can you do this for us yeah. um but hey he's just taking That's, it I, on board i actually did last <laughs> time. i said oh you did
1: excellent i feel bad there you go. i was tired and i just said tommy we're we gonna have a stats manager tomorrow and he said and this was late and he said uh yeah if you put the enter the game sheets now i'll go home get something done for tomorrow morning what time are you recording What a legend. I told him so. I should have. He probably could make up the fourth MVP for the day. So thank you. Stats, man. Yeah, (laughs) uh,
0: absolutely. All right, so he has flicked these through last night. So he wasn't kidding. He's gone back and uh, gone back into his spreadsheet. But these are his uh, little comments for what are we up to now, round four. So going to round five. All right, so for Div 1, he he talked about the navigators this time. No, he says. Navigators seem to dominate the long change second period. So for those who don't know, obviously we switch ends in the second period. You have to skate further for a line change. Um, and the Navigators seem to be dominating that. So he's got most goals for the Navigators are coming during that period, even though shots are pretty even across the entire game. 25% above expected for a single period. So pretty interesting. I don't know why... Uh, the navigators, maybe because they're like cherry picking. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't played them personally, but maybe. Are, you, are you noticing something in the second period that uh, the navigators are doing with that long change?
2: Yeah, well, that's certainly a good observation. I don't know how he's quite picked off on that, but yeah, I wonder what's causing that.
1: It could, mm. be, it could be not just what they're doing, but what other teams aren't doing. Mm. And we know that sometimes when you change, you can get a bit lazy and it's further to go yeah. when you get caught out there for longer. Like, you've got to keep your shifts short in the second period with that yeah, long definitely. change because you can get stuck out there for a long time. So they might just be staying disciplined to short shifts while the other team, just getting them long, getting yeah. tired and getting the puck yeah, to Yeah, too into so. and...
0: Absolutely. Uh, Div 2 now, he talks about the Astros. Uh, your clubhouse. He says the oh it's a bit, a bit offensive actually yeah the, uh, the Astros need to get shots on net so obviously, <laughs> they obviously must be shooting high what. wide <laughs> uh, they're currently negative fifty two on shots That's so meaning yeah meaning their goals uh, oh, sorry their shots for and against differential uh, next closest is the Sonics at a negative sixteen so yeah wow so they're giving up an extra thirteen shots per game. God. So, guys, what's going on with the uh,
1: the two Astros? Oh, that's the uh, that's the old hawkies too. To be honest, I think uh, it's it's a roster issue now, not with who's on there, but uh, sorry, not a, roster, a attendance issue <laughs> by the roster. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't think they've. I think they're yet to have a full squad in attendance. Uh, uh, okay, I gotcha. Think they're missing some key players, Steve Bishop being one of them, and a lot of those key guys are on the back end. Like last week, they mentioned we Steve Bishop and Nathan Adams, mm. two two of the some the of the best defenders in the league. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, a good point. that won't help you in the StatsMan report.
0: <laughs> there you go, Div three now, Galaxy. So he's got Galaxy are going strong with the highest combined shooting plus save percentages. That's good. Um, yeah, absolutely. But they are unlucky to not have won during the Polaris Cup. Sorry or the late goal by the Sonics, as you had mentioned, Davey.
1: Yes, that is... is That's bad.
0: (laughs) Uh, And DePort, look, he he hasn't done juniors again. We did (sighs) mention it. Uh, Yeah, I know, I know. I'm sorry, Mac. Um, Next week. Yeah, we'll see if he gets to that next week. Uh, He probably does need a little bit more time. I mean, if we asked him to get these tattoos (laughs) less than 12 hours ago, he's done pretty (laughs) well. Um, (laughs) No, we can't really fault him, but... Uh, dear four to wrap up the uh, the statsman segment here is really even shooting across all periods for all teams, but can't seem to score when on the long change. Uh, over the league, I guess uh, there's only two out of nineteen goals that are scored in the second period. So that's interesting. So kind so of opposite to the navigators.
1: Only two in the second out of yeah. nineteen. That is that is bizarre.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe they uh, they got to talk to the navigators, give one team and figure out what's going on there. Because, um, yeah, really low goal percentage for the second period. Kind of a boring second, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, interesting.
0: And that's it uh, for Tommy Z's statsman segment this week, boys.
1: Very good. That's great. That's uh, well. Thank you, Tommy, and and thank you, Maddie. Um, you just you really put the stats into statsman. <laughs> <laughs> now I guys, just
0: love that he's doing this because when I was reading out his stats are a lot more boring than what he's doing. He's uh he's kinda of going off the uh outside the
1: box, I suppose. He's giving him some um, life, that's for sure. Yeah, he, he is, that's right, exactly. Now guys, I've got to uh I I've of course I've missed something. So
2: Bang up, bang up, bang up here put in reverse, Terry?
1: we've gotta go back here. Now, Maddie, you won't be able to hear this, so you're just gonna to have to uh hear it when you trust do the, you. the editing and trust me oh. yeah, is I think there's a reason why the division one galaxy came out so strong they didn't get the win but I thought I thought they played you guys with I said with all missing a third of their team mm. they played uh, you guys Maddie, as, as best they could and I think they probably put in to me the best performance of the day even though they lost I just I like their team play I like yeah. how they played you guys they were they were cohesive um they, they gave themselves a chance to win. And here's here's why, I reckon. Here's a little inside to the Galaxy dressing room pre-game. Now, young captain of the Junior Galaxy, Cody Parrott, uh, barged in. I believe he actually kicked the door in. <laughs> to, uh, got, snapped everyone's attention. And he just delivered this speech. So I'm just going to tee it up here. Uh, and, of course, it's now gone back to the other screen. So I've got to get back in there and... This is a speech, guys, that he gave um, pre-game to the Div 1 Galaxy. Get out there and play hard as
3: kids and uh, bury the Sonic. You can do it. Bring home the win. Okay,
1: sorry, Maddie. You're going to have to edit that because that was the end of the speech. So here it is from the top.
3: Okay, team, loosen up. I'm here. Cody's in the house to tell you how the Galaxy rolls. We are a team. We will play like a team. We're going to pass the puck. We're going to defend the puck. We will be first to the puck. We will shoot the puck. Why do we shoot the puck? We shoot the score. Why do we shoot the puck? We shoot the, we the score. Pup. Why do we shoot the puck? We shoot the score. Get out there. And play hard and win. And bury the sonic. You
1: can do it. Bring home the win. Yeah. <laughs> There you have it, guys. So, Certainly inspiring stuff. There, <laughs> that, that is amazing. <laughs> that's um, good, and that's something that could easily go viral. So, <laughs> great job, Cody. Great job, Galaxy. Now, you know, obviously, we—it's all about the Sonics because they were the winners of the mm. Polaris Cup. But great job, Galaxy. As I said, they were—they were probably the underdogs statistically on the day. Yeah. But I thought every single division gave themselves a chance to win every single game. So I think the Galaxy can be can be really proud of themselves today from from president to captains to players to goalies to fans to parents to boyfriends to girlfriends to sisters to aunt mate it's everyone just feel good about the galaxy uh but cody parrot mate that uh now mate, you didn't hear that live but you're willing (laughs) post-production it was quite the speech yeah i'm excited mate i'm excited to listen back to it all right now guys i've got to do a quick one no it's not thursday but um I want to give a quick shout out to these two individuals uh, and a bit of a pry tape sighting. So the, you know, everyone knows uh, Brendan and Sherry McCormick, uh, Astro players, uh, coaches, managers, fans of the pod and games. They, they do it all. They were here yesterday from start to finish um, which was excellent to see. But uh, they made a trip, as they regularly do, to the blood bank. Now, have you guys ever given blood? Can't say I have. Maddie, have you? Oh, I have I have one, yeah. Okay, I haven't, so we're not doing too no, good. True. And if that was uh, if that was the world statistics, I think we'd be in a lot of <laughs> trouble. Um, I actually don't know. I have asthma. I heard a while ago you can't if you do. I anyway. have asthma too, but I
2: can't see why yeah. that would be a
1: problem. <laughs> well anyway, we've got to look into it. Maybe we'll do a team team blood giving day. Maybe. I'd probably pass That'd out. Be good. But- <laughs> But Brendan and Sherry, mate, they are givers. And I see them regularly on the socials um, going to the blood bank and giving blood, and they always do it, at least when, they, when I see it, in uh, their, either the Bandits jerseys, this year in their Astros jerseys, yep. which is excellent because not only are they are doing a good deed, but they're sharing that good deed and also community through hockey, mate, sharing yeah, yeah. just hockey. I'm sure people in there are asking, what's that team? They're having the conversation about hockey, exactly what everyone doing to grow the game. But this week, uh, on their bandage to – after the blood had been taken get queasy just thinking about blood <laughs> getting taken anyway uh, they had the bandage all taped up in pride tape uh, and photos up there so probably the one of That's the best, awesome. best pride tape sightings we've Definitely. seen to date I think we'll go we'll revisit it on Thursday as well give them a double shout out but I just wanted to uh, give them uh, a little polish today for a pride tape sighting so very cool there is that one Uh, And the only other thing I had to add was just a little, um, a little, oh, we've got to get into Mystic Mac. (laughs) So, you know what? Yeah. I'll add it because I've already said it. (laughs) Just watching the games yesterday. And again, we've all been in the game a long time. There's a lot of assumed knowledge and there's, you never stop learning. We never stop learning. So, all hockey players will be the same. But I just wanted to share something uh, that I noticed in warms from, from, Almost every game, definitely juniors, probably not Div 1, but Div 2, 3, and 4. And that's skating behind the net in in warm-up, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, dangerous. <laughs> if Because everyone's shooting. Everyone, There's a million yeah. pucks out there. About. I never go behind the net in warm-up. I shouldn't say never. If I do, I'm… You always I'm, take a little you look. You always take yeah, a look yeah. to make sure because so many times I saw people just… <laughs> Not even head down or turn. Like, sometimes I'll even put the glove up just in case I get yeah. right in the face. But um, just oblivious, slowly sauntering behind the net while there's a player coming in trying to take a big slap shot that goes high and wide. And uh, <laughs> it is it is just danger time. So just take note of that. Little pro tip for you. Don't skate behind the net, net and wipes. If you do, yeah, take a take good a look. look. And also, uh, as a shooter... Um, well, one, you'd need to be taking a look, yeah. but I just know at the at the higher levels, I just I don't really need to look because no one's ever skating behind the net. Yeah. And if they are, the onus is on them. You know, be careful. And, and in front of the net as well. Yeah. Because uh, there's just so many pucks zipping around there. So, mate, now I've got that out the way, um, it is time for...
3: You can call me Mystic, mate, because I predict these things.
1: So, uh, mate, are you sticking around for this one this week? Yeah, mate, sure. Awesome.
0: But But... Uh can Mac comment that the, uh, the button works? I don't know
1: if you noticed. Yeah, Mac, we, we did some um, – we, we got the engineers in during oh, the week. lovely. And now I just push this button and
3: – You can call me Mythic, Mac.
1: Well, that certainly is a relief. Got yeah. it on the soundboard? <laughs> it actually had always been working. We just didn't trim the clip, so oh, there was okay. about 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> um, and I just kept pushing the button, <laughs> thinking, why won't this work? So, first of all, mate, we're going to go into last week's. Okay. So, we gave you four. You did. Uh, and let's see how you did on the four. So, the first one was, was Mac, who wins the Polaris Cup? And you said… Sonics. Because you coach the Sonics um, <laughs> and Matt Lindsay plays for Sonics and you're a big fan. Fairly. Uh And, mate, <laughs> that one, you were correct. That's good. So, you're one for one. Yep. Secondly, we said… Who makes more saves this week, Brad Lindsley or Eric Sincere? You went with Astros, because you're an Astro as well. Yes. you moonlight Moonlighters <laughs> in both clubs. You went with Astros, Eric Sincere. I did. Which was correct. That's good. So you're two for Dead two. for two. Now, Brad Lindsley, wow. 23 <laughs> saves. Eric Sincere, 30 saves. Whoa. Brad Lindsley got the Closer win. one. But Eric got the loss. But Eric had seven more saves in the game. There you go. So some, there you go, goalie. Sometimes <laughs> even when you're losing, you win. winning, you <laughs> win. Now, the third one, Lamott versus Hanson, two navigator players. Yes. Who was going to get more points that week? Now, tricky one, because mm. Sam Lamott tied up with work in Sydney, yes. couldn't make the game. <laughs> so Hanson, Hanson had it on a tee, <laughs> but they only scored one goal through Timmy Stanger and was unassisted. So that was a push, mate, because they both had zero Okay. you had I had Josh Hansen. Hansen yes so I mean he was there well he
2: was at the game so we'll, we'll mark him yeah, down not an
1: <laughs> we, we will do that absolutely yeah. but he didn't get uh, anything so that's a push so okay. you you, well what would you call that two from two or three from three I mean you haven't got it wrong yeah you haven't got it right well
2: maybe next time we'll we'll add an option for me to say neither player will get a point
1: that's just making it harder on myself But oh I, I like it <laughs> and for the last one we said who's going to get more points this week going head to head. Uh, now, when we said this, I didn't include Polaris Cup.
2: Oh, okay, okay, because so, okay. <laughs> I haven't even added them in,
1: so I want to be strict. Yeah, on that. no, okay. And we said Sam Biddles or Ken Shoring. Yes. Now you went with Ken Shoring I did. because he's a Sonic. That's your <laughs> sister club. Uh, and mate, you were wrong. man. Oh. Sam Biddles three points. Ken Shoring. Bagels. Oh. I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah, way off. So, mate, That's two, right, one for well, four. Let's say two out of three. Yeah. Because one was a push. Well, 2.5 out of four. Yeah, okay. Which is more. If than we half, c- mate.
2: include uh, the old Matt Montgomery from last Mystic Mac, I think that was already answered. So we can yeah, go. But, we're straight. going week by week. Okay,
1: week, week. by week. So <laughs> don't, don't stretch. But, mate, <laughs> you, you did well. That's good. Okay. All right. Let's get into this week's.
3: You can call me Mystic Mac
1: good one now as we know a bit of controversy yes. so GQ a player played for years AIHL senior ones I think he did for a little bit NIHL without a visor unfortunately <laughs> upon further inspection of the rules he was six days too young to yes. not be wearing a visor um, so you know we call him the fossil but uh, not, that, not quite that old so as per rules, he's had to go and put a visor on and he's not happy. He's definitely mm. not happy. He's not happy. So, he's doing, He's looking into contact W H F, double HF, New South yep. Wales, all the relevant bodies to try to get an exemption. I don't think he'll be successful. <laughs> I think he's, uh, I think he's going to need some Queen's Council or something heavy hitting <laughs> legal team to even get a response. <laughs> but, all the best to your G. Anyway, but the first one is, will Jiku finish the season with a visor?
3: You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things.
1: Well,
2: I've had a word to him. I've caught up on all the latest news and you're correct. He has contacted ISLACA New South Wales and IIHF. Uh, But I have to side with you that I don't think he's going to be too successful because I think you raised the point of if they make an exemption for Jiku, they have to make an exemption for everyone. And I just don't think he ensured me it's it's all about the principle, and he's never worn one. He doesn't want to wear one. He ensures that he's seen double out there wearing a visor. But I think, unfortunately for G, it's just something he's going to have to get used to, and I think he will finish the season with a
1: visor. Okay, mate. Well, we'll uh, now remember that's not really relevant to this week. No, that's but a, a we do season have three others. So yes, that's but, good. that makes it good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, mate, Maddie. I don't know what you think, but it's, <laughs> it's a bit like me writing to the RTA saying, "Can I not wear a seatbelt?". Uh, just not very comfortable uh, on the body, and I'm I'm okay with going to launch through the windshield.
0: <laughs> right. uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting one that I'm I'm, tra- I'm tracking, so I want to see what happens. But I don't know. Like, I assume uh, G drives a car; he doesn't drive like, ride a motorbike or anything. Yeah. But um, well, even if you rode a motorbike, you'd still be having a visor on. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but obviously it's. Um, you know, something that's been embedded into him for a long time. He's, I've never known him to wear a visor, so it is an adjustment for him. But you know, it's not. It's definitely not slowing him down on the
1: uh, the leaderboard. That's for sure. No, no, and I, I think with a bit more fire in his uh, belly, he's probably putting up more points. Yeah, it's motivated. him. Second, mate, who will get more points in the Sheffield family this week? So we have Ray Sheffield Monday night. Yeah, we have Monique Sheffield Saturday, and her brother Ray's son. Nate Sheffield yes. also playing on Saturday. So, three Sheffields in action. Who gets more points this week?
3: You can call me Mystic, Mac because I predict these things.
1: That certainly is a
2: tough one. I mean, three incredible plays there. And from what I remember last Saturday, Nate had a great game. I don't have the stats off Five the, goals. Five goals. Yeah. I we was going to say We call three. it a bag. bag of uh, goals. A bag of goals, yeah. So, God, I've, I might be foolish not to predict him. But we all know Reliable are the fossil out there. I think we're we're playing the Sonics
1: <laughs> tonight. No, I, I, Minus Matt Lindsay, don't forget. Oh I yeah, broke, true broke with that, with that upper to Josh body injury. Saving. Yeah. No, going there, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and then obviously Monique, such a, a great young player as well and really one of the, the standout players for that junior Astros. But I think I'm gonna have to go with the fossil himself, Ray Sheffield. I think he's got a, a few
1: goals in tonight. I think he does too, mate. I think he's uh he knows Timmy well, played with him for yep. years. And Timmy come on off the goalie clinic yesterday. don't know if you can string those back (laughs) to back. I'm sure sure he'll prove me wrong, but uh, I think that's a good guess, mate. Okay, moving on to the third one. Who's going to get more points this week? Kelly Stock or Georgia Clark playing on the Div 2 Galaxy? Who gets more points this week?
3: You can call me Mystic, Mike, because I predict these things.
1: Well, I had the
2: the privilege to watch a bit of the D2 Galaxies. Unfortunately, I couldn't watch the whole game on the Polaris Cup, but I certainly watched both these players in action and have seen them in action before for the women's team. Both exceptional players. You could argue probably the best forwards for that women's team, and I think Georgia with a bit of a, a Sirens experience. Well, I'm not too sure about Kelly, but... I think I might just have to give the edge to Georgia Clark there. A bit of a younger player, maybe Keller's, Kelly's Kelly's taking more of a leadership role on that team and kind of slowing down a bit. <laughs> Don't want to offend anyone. You're off
1: calling her a fossil. Yeah,
2: no, no, no. She's definitely not a fossil. Still <laughs> an unbelievable player with a bit of overseas experience as well. But I think I'm going to have to back Georgia on this one.
1: Good, good pair. Look, both great players, yeah, definitely. Uh, Kelly, I think both have actually played for Australia. Really? I yeah. Georgia has right. Oh, I
2: don't know if that's on my head, but
1: I think. Yeah, no, she has. I've seen her. She, said, no, she has. Yeah, she definitely has. Um, and I
2: think two players that could potentially play Div 1 as
1: well. Oh, absolutely. Two. Both come out on a Wednesday night. Kelly has played Div 1. Yep. Uh, both could easily play in Div 1 if they chose to. Uh, okay, mate. For the third one, who has more saves this week in Division 4? Ryan Painter or Layla McKenzie?
3: You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things.
2: That's another. Th- Tough one. I'm trying to work out which team is going to face the most shots because obviously that's going to play into my prediction. Certainly because it's not either team who wins or loses. I'm just going for saves. Oh, that's that's really a tough one. Obviously Layla McKenzie helping out with the juniors a bit, so I've seen her in action a bit more. So I think I'll I'll go with her. I think she'll make more saves.
1: Oh, that's I that is a good prediction, mate. Um, because like you said. Ryan is the more experienced goalie. Yeah. But Layla's team do give up a lot of shots. Exactly, And yeah. uh, although they're not getting the wins, she does make a, a heck of an amount of saves. <laughs> Brutal <laughs> sentence, but um, she does. She puts up the saves. So, mate, that'll do it for this week's...
3: You can call me Mythic, mate.
1: Okay, guys. I don't have anything left on my run sheet. Mackenzie has wiped his sheet clean. <laughs> Maddie, what have you got for us? Uh,
0: mate, nothing. Nothing else to Just uh, hope the Sonics sweep the Astros... Uh, tonight, <laughs> um, in my absence. Well, I'll, I'm, actually
1: I'm actually out as well still with the knee injury <sighs> and Mackenzie uh, with the ankle. Lower so body, mate. How yeah. many times are we going to tell you we don't disclose the injuries. injury? <laughs> Sorry, we've both yeah. got lower bodies and you've got a The, the got trio's up- all injured. We're all on <laughs> yeah. the shelf. We're going <laughs> to be the fossils pop- popcorn in the rafters. It's going um, <laughs> to be the fossils on the display. So <laughs> I'll, be, uh, I'll be monitoring this one. I'll be cheering on, secretly, cheering on the Astros. <laughs> yeah. Um, But uh, I think it'll be a ripper game. Now, everyone remember that uh, Monday night tonight, 5.45, we have our penultimate second-to-last learn-to-play session for the year. Mm -hmm. So the last chance to tune up your skills. We'll do some evaluations next week, uh, and then we'll just put a bow on the year that was 2021 for learn-to-play. So get down tonight to – could be your last or or second-last chance to hone your skills for the year – Uh, And then we have the two Div 1 games following that. So get down to the rink um, Monday night in Newcastle. Um, And really, Maddie, as I look for the outro button, that's all I've got to add.
0: Love it, mate. Well, um, thank you for having me again. I appreciate (laughs) you uh, putting up with the phone call and the quality of it. Um, (laughs) And Mac, as always, mate, thanks for joining us in the studio. Thank you. Um, Look forward to seeing your voice through the
1: week. Definitely. yeah, enjoy the evening. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We will see you at the rink.
0: All right. Perfect. Ciao, out, Bye.